day and welcome to Holding Fast. How is your anchor holding today? Is it gripped firmly to the unshakable Word of God? Welcome to the podcast today. I hope that uh, your heart is is, uh, uh, receptive to the teaching of the Word of God. You've had opportunity to meditate. Don't neglect, particularly this time of the year as we're celebrating this holiday of Thanksgiving this week. And I hope this will be a special time where you will set aside purposefully Uh, moments in your day where you might be able to give God praise and thanks and uh, just have a a spirit of gratitude towards Him. In light of that, one of the passages that's often been familiar to me, or, or repetitious to me anyway, because it just stands out to me as an illustration of what God really wants from us, is found in the Gospel of Luke chapter 17. And the passage of Scripture is a continuing story about the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and, And the story goes like this, beginning in verse 11. And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were which were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, and with a loud voice glorified God, and fell down on his feet, face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. Now that's a staggering story when you really think about it because of the lesson that it teaches. I'm reminded of a story told about a man who was lost in the woods. And later when he's describing his experience, he he told how frightened he was, how scared he was, and, and how he had even finally knelt and prayed as a last resort. And someone asked and said, did God answer your prayer? Oh no, the man replied, before God had a chance, a guide came along and showed me the way out. I believe like that man, many people are blind to the many blessings that God showers on them daily. These are the same people that will wake up every morning, they'll see the sun shining, uh, they'll see the beauty of creation, and they don't give uh, thanks to God. It's easy for us to do that. We can go about our business, we can hear the birds chirping in the morning, we can see the beautiful flowers and trees, but they don't these people don't give a moment's notice uh, or a moment's thought, excuse me, that God has given those blessings and given them in the sense that we are to enjoy them. Uh, We always are quick to complain. I mentioned this in the message that I preached even on Sunday, complaining and murmuring the pet sin of Israel is what God warns us against. There are people that grumble about having to eat the same old cereal, forgetting that there's a lot of people in a lot of different places in the world that would gladly exchange places with them and eat anything for breakfast. 
We complain about our jobs. We complain about our income. We com- we forget that there are many people that would be grateful to have the job or the bodily strength even to be able to do what needs to be done. So whether you're a believer in Christ or a person who does not even believe in God, the fact is God has blessed you today far more than you realize and far more than you will ever deserve. Um, it's important to understand how to respond properly to God's blessings. And that's part of what this week is all about, particularly on Thursday. To be oblivious to the fact that God has blessed you, uh, or, or even worse, to take credit for his blessings as if you earned them by your own ability or your own strength or your own efforts, that's, that's very slighting to God. So the only proper response, and I believe that's what we learn from this particular story in the life of our Lord, is is to glorify Him with a thankful, a genuinely thankful heart. Um, Those responses, these two responses, proper and improper, are illustrated in this story of Jesus cleansing the ten lepers. Only one of the nine actually responded properly. And really that lesson teaches today that we need to respond to God's blessings by glorifying Him at Jesus' feet from thankful hearts. Here Jesus is on this journey of His proceeding to Jerusalem. He's getting ready to meet that that reason for which He came into the world that He might die on the cross. But He had some divine appointments and He went through Samaria uh, he, he, he knew that he would have encounters with people in those villages that were there. He often did things purposefully that way. He had divine appointments everywhere he went, whether it was the woman at the well, whether it was Nicodemus in the evening. There was all kinds of reasons that Jesus did what he did. And as a Jewish man going through Samaria, it would have been highly irregular what he did. But he did so because he knew there were 10 lepers that he needed to talk to. You know, we are unfamiliar with that today, but just remember, please, that lepers by law had to keep their distance. They were cut off from society. They were cut off from uh, worship. They were cut off from their families. They were cut off from employment. They had to keep their distance, but they recognized Jesus and they cried out to him for mercy rather than drawing near and touching them as he did with the leper back in Luke chapter 5 verse 13. Jesus simply gives them a very simple command and he just says to them, you need to go and show yourself to the priests. There, you know, there would really be no point in doing that unless they were cleansed of their leprosy. It must have been a very awkward situation. Um, but at this point, uh, they were not cleansed when Jesus said this. The Bible says specifically there uh, in, in verse, uh, verse 14 that at the, t- at the point that they exercised obedient faith in what Jesus said, as they were going, the Bible says, they were cleansed. There's an important lesson there for us as we read that, uh, and I want to, let me just leave that for in just a moment. Let me also note this before I draw the application. 
one of the biggest standout things in the whole story is that only one of the ten actually returned to glorify God and give thanks to Christ. And he was a Samaritan. He was not even of the chosen people. But he came and returned, and he gave thanks to Christ for his great mercy and power. And, of course, the strong implication is that the other nine were Jews. Luke seems to put this here to show the increasing rejection of Jesus by the nation Israel. But here is this foreigner who receives not only healing, but he also receives salvation. And so he's showing that the way of salvation is open to all who call upon the Lord. Uh, But I would note this for you as I close this devotional for today. You know, we all should see ourselves as these lepers, unclean before God and man. I believe the greatest blessing that we have to celebrate this week during Thanksgiving is not so much that God is a healer, that God is grieved at our suffering and our pain. Uh, I believe there's more to it than that. In this lesson, we learned that, that the real truth about all of us and the greatest thing that we need in, the, in this life and the greatest blessing that we have to praise God for is not just physical healing. God is pleased to do that at times but really to give thanks today for our spiritual healing that God uh, provides us with. Uh, This is a thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Uh, We are reminded of that in this passage, and I want to challenge you this, this week to make that a point, to thank the Lord for saving you. You were broken. You were diseased. You were, you were, uh, are, are terminal in all your life, but God has saved you. We need to call out just like these lepers did. Lord, uh, mercy, have mercy on me. That's a great lesson from this. And then respond just like the lepers responded with obedient faith to come to him, to trust him, to take him at his word and to act on that. That is when you will have a great thanksgiving Because Psalm 100 tells us that when we come to the Lord and we acknowledge our sin and we remember who He is and what He's done for us, then our trespasses can be gone. And when the trespasses are gone, thanksgiving can come. Walk with the Lord today. Stay faithful to Him. Meditate on Him. And just don't ask Him for anything today. Just give Him thanks for what He's done for you.